There are quite a few mistakes that I see new freelance writers making. So if you are making any of these, I want you to stop. You're listening to Copy Chatter, the podcast where we talk about all things writing business. We're having a conversation here about freelance writing and freelance writers, and you are invited. Let's chat about business, marketing, dealing with clients, mindset issues, copy tips, and rolling with the changes. We'll also delve into what's going on with this particular writer as I grow and build my own business. Ready to talk shop? It's time for some copy chatter. Hello, my friends. Today, we are going to talk about some of the biggest mistakes, the biggest time-wasting mistakes that I see new freelancers making. And so these are things that folks will do before they even get started or as they have uh, been starting (laughs) or um, even if they've been established for a little while. Um, But the further you get into your career, the more you might look back and realize that these were all a waste of time. So I'm going to lay them out for you right here, right now, today, so that you can stop doing this stuff and start focusing on what actually matters when it comes to building a freelance writing career. Yay. So that's what we're here for. Now, the first thing, and if you have hung out with me for any length of time, really, ever at all, (laughs) you've probably heard me harping on this, and that is building a website. Now, I harp on this all the time because it is advice that I see thrown out there frequently, I would say constantly, um, about how you have to have a website before you can really be a writer or before you can start landing work, and it is just absolutely 100% not true. It is absolutely 100% not true. You do not have to have a website before you can start getting work. What you have to have is writing samples. You can have the best website in the world, but if you don't have a portfolio, you're probably not going to get very much work. However, if you have a solid portfolio and zero website, you can still get hired, I promise. I was actually... Uh, not long ago, my friend Brittany, Brittany Bailey, who does the Your Intentional Life podcast, she did an episode, um, something about being a rebel. And she talks about the same thing about how everyone told her she had to have a website or she would never make it as a freelance service provider without one. But then she um, got started anyway and didn't have a website. And she sent her portfolio. She sent a really good pitch email Um, and included a PDF attachment of her writing samples. And that's how she landed work for people like John Maxwell. (laughs) I think that's when she was working for Julie Stoyan too. Um, She might have even got her job writing for Russell Brunson without a website. Maybe she had a landing page by then. Um, But I know that a lot of her early work was uh, done without a website. And this is not 20 years ago either. This is like I think she said she got started in 2016, so pretty recent, Um, although it occurs to me now that 2016 was four years ago. (laughs) It seems like it was not that long ago, but anyway, all that to say, you do not have to have a website. Um, If I see one more post in one of these writer groups about, hey guys, I've spent the past six months building my website and it's finally ready, now how do I get started? I'm just going to (laughs) cry. Because that writer spent six months doing absolutely nothing to build their business. Because instead of doing that, they were wrestling with WordPress, presumably. 
um, learning about SEO, learning about the WordPress backend, and learning about um, whether or not to use the Gutenberg editor, and learning about which SEO plugins were the best, and all that stuff. None of that stuff is going to get you hired. Um, so if that is you, I want you to stop. I want you to set aside this idea that you have to have some big, fancy, perfect website before you can get work. And I want you to focus on your writing samples and getting a really, really good pitch email template written for you because that is how you get hired. <laughs> and you're only going to make it if you can start getting hired. That probably goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. You have to do the things that will get you hired and building a website will not get you hired. Okay, the next thing uh, is kind of similar. Y'all, there is a buck in my yard, a deer with this big old rack. This rack is probably 18 inches tall. Holy moly, I'm a little bit distracted. Okay, what were we talking about? We were talking about the next biggest time waster that I see new freelance writers making. I'm totally distracted. <laughs> okay, the next biggest time waster. And if you have hung out with me for any length of time, like building a website, you have probably heard me harp on social media and content marketing. So social media marketing is valuable. Content marketing is valuable. In fact, that's what a lot of us make our money doing for other people. There is inherent value in it. But if you are just starting out and you are trying to get hired, that stuff is going to be a waste of your time. Setting up all your perfectly optimized profiles on 12 different social media platforms and then working out a posting schedule and then figuring out how you're going to come up with everything that you want to share and maybe you need to start a blog and so then you fall down the blog rabbit hole about monetizing your blog and I need a fancy header and what should my categories be and what's my what's my um, publishing schedule, what is that going to be like and how do I make an editorial calendar and Maybe you're sitting there nodding your head because you've done all this stuff and you've looked at Buffer and you've looked at Hootsuite and you've looked at whatever even all the scheduler apps are now anymore. I don't even know. I, I don't keep up with it. I can't keep up with it. You don't need all that stuff. You don't need to move into social media marketing and content marketing until you have time to spare. And if you aren't working, if you don't have clients who are paying you to write stuff for them, you don't have time to spare. You need to focus all of your energy on finding clients. And the thing that finds clients is pitching. It's not sharing a really interesting post on your Twitter. That's not going to find you clients. Maybe if you do it consistently for like a year, maybe that will find you a client. Do you have a year to waste <laughs> on Twitter? <laughs> No, the answer is no. Stop doing that. There's a, um, oh, I forget who it is. I think it was Bob Newhart. If you go onto YouTube and you do a search for um, stop it, I think it's Bob Newhart. Um, it's this old clip where he's playing a psychiatrist, I guess. And this woman is, she comes in and it's ridiculous. And she's like, I'm really afraid of boxes, you know, or something like that. And he basically, his entire treatment plan is to shout at her to stop it. <laughs> so I'm going to shout at you to stop it. Stop wasting your time on social media. That is not how you're going to find a client. Content marketing is not how you're going to find your clients. I say that with the obvious caveat of you can find clients by being active on Facebook and LinkedIn, but that has more to do with um, uh, relationship building, basically. Um, so you, you can find clients in Facebook groups. I have a couple of podcast episodes and blog posts about this. And we talk about in the Facebook group, in my Facebook group sometimes. Um, 
but like a social media marketing strategy is not, it's not the same thing. So, so stop doing that. Hang out, you know, looking for clients, building relationships with people who are your clients. Stop worrying about your publishing schedule. Um, okay, the next thing is folks who want to be freelance writers often also want to start their own blog. And there's nothing wrong with starting a blog. A blog is a great business. I have lots of friends who have made millions of dollars with their blogs. But the thing is that if you want to build a money-making blog, that's a business in and of itself. That is entirely its own entity. If you want to be a freelance writer, that is also a business entirely its own entity. So I see a lot of folks who think that they need to start a blog at the same time that they are starting to freelance. Um, and that's a big time-wasting mistake because you don't have to have a blog and it's going to siphon off a ton of your energy and attention and it's going to pull you away from the freelancing. And the freelancing is how you make quick money. <laughs> With a blog, you might be making money in six months. As a freelance writer, you could be making money in, I mean, six days, theoretically. Um, so if you need money fast go the freelance writing route. If you um, want to start a blog, I think that's great. But if you want to also be a freelancer, then you, you can't do both at the same time. It's incredibly difficult to build two businesses simultaneously side by side. Um, and that's what you would be trying to do. So it is, in my opinion, a huge waste of time to start building your own blog while you are also starting to build your own freelance writing career. It's You will be better off getting started as a freelancer and then turning around and using the money that you make to hire someone to help you set up the blog, to help you manage the blog, to help you, you know, moderate comments and do all the kind of the scut work that comes with starting a blog. Um, you, will, you will find a lot more success a lot faster if you already have some money to put into that endeavor. Whereas with a freelance writing business, all you have to have really is an email account. And you can get one of those for free from Google. So um, big, big waste of time if you're trying to start both a blog and a freelance business simultaneously. Um, one out of 10 do not recommend. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to spin your wheels for a really long time and feel really, really frustrated because nothing is getting anywhere. You're not making progress on either of them because... You can't make progress on either of them because both of them are pulling so much of your time and attention away from each other that nothing happens. Pick one and go with the one. The next mistake I see people making, and this is something that this is a habit that we all kind of convince ourselves we need to develop. Um, but really, it's a habit that we need to convince ourselves to kill <laughs> because it will waste so much time, just untold truckloads of time and energy and, and mental uh, expense. <laughs> and that is getting stuck in research mode. And that means getting stuck in research mode about how to be a freelancer. And it also means getting stuck in research mode when you're working on something. Um, so as you sit down to write something, you need to get really clear. This is why I recommend you outline. You get really clear on what exactly you want this thing to contain. And then you only write that stuff. And if you come across other stuff that you also that you think should also be written about, write it down and pitch that as an idea for the next post when you submit this one. Okay, 
don't waste those ideas, but don't feel like you have to cram eight different facets of a topic into one thousand word blog post, you know, or whatever you're working on. So limit the scope of your research so that it is only focused on what you need to get this particular assignment done. Likewise, when it comes to business building, only limit, limit your research so that it is only focused on the very next step that you need to take. You do not need to know and understand and feel confident being able to execute every strategy, every practice, every business building foundational element before you get started. You only need to know what the next step for you to take is. Incidentally, that's why I made Clips Camp because the, really the first next the first step that you need to take is your writing samples. But again, everyone thinks it's their social media profiles and it's their editorial calendar and it's their um, slick website and it's you know all this their business cards and their logo and all that stuff. That stuff doesn't get you hired. That stuff should not get your focus until you already have some traction and then you can start thinking about maybe I should build a website. Um, but anyway, if you get stuck in research mode and you're thinking about all the things you don't know yet and you don't understand yet and you don't know how to do yet and you haven't put together yet, stop it. Just focus on one thing. If you are reading about tactics for the client hunt, stop reading about tactics and pick one tactic that you have already read about and go implement it. Focus less on research and more on implementation. And that is how you're going to start making progress and stop wasting your time. The next thing is kind of similar, and that is to get stuck in draft mode. So draft mode happens when you have already begun your work. Maybe you've begun, you know, writing your pitch template, or you've begun writing a post for a client, or you've begun writing one of your samples and you get stuck because it's not perfect. Perfection will kill your career faster than anything else will. I mean, a comet hitting the earth <laughs> and destroying the internet is not going to kill your career as fast as your perfectionism will. You've got to you've got to get out of draft mode. You have to be get yourself to the point that you are okay with a draft that is not perfect. This is your first draft. You have to be okay with a first draft that is not perfect. You just have to get through the draft. If you like to read books about writing, go read Bird by Bird, because in it, Anne Lamont talks about uh, a word that I can't say because it's off brand, <laughs> but she talks about the crummy first draft, which is a paraphrase of what she says. You have to be okay with the crummy first draft. You have to get it out of your head and onto the screen. And then you know that you can go back and edit it. You can you can send it off for feedback. You can run it through Grammarly. You can give it to your mom. Whatever you need to do for the editing process, be okay knowing that that's coming and just get the first draft out. Because if you get stuck in draft mode, you're never going to get, you're never going to hit publish and you're never going to get going. And you have to be able to push through and to know I'm going to do my best on this first draft and then I'm going to go back and edit it after I get feedback or after I let it get cold and I come back to it or whatever. It's not going to be perfect the first time you write it. So stop expecting it to be perfect. Stop striving for it to be perfect because it's unrealistic and it's not going to happen. And and you'll never make progress and you're just wasting your time. You're just spinning your wheels. And I, I don't want you to be doing this anymore. If that's you. <laughs> if that's not you, good for you. The, the next thing I want to share um, is spending months and months 
trolling the job boards and only looking for work on the job boards. And this is a huge mistake because, ooh, I just bumped the mic, sorry about that. This is a big mistake. It's a huge waste of time um, because odds are very, very high that you are never going to find work on the job boards. And now I almost hesitate to say that because I recommend that you get started on the job boards. But the reason I recommend you get started on the job boards is so you can get in your practice. It's a relatively risk, it's a, it's a really low risk way to practice pitching, to, to get a feel for what kinds of work clients are looking for, what they will pay for it. They often will not pay well for it, but you know what kind of work is getting paid. You know what kind of topics or what what niches or what industries are out there looking for writers. So you kind of get familiar with the lay of the land. Um, you get a sense of what potential clients are looking for when you apply to work with them, which gives you an idea of how to present your portfolio and what it needs to include. Um, and then assuming that you're actually out there applying, which is what you should be doing, um, it gives you a feel for how it feels to paste in your pitch template and then make modifications and how it feels to try to come up with some ideas that you can suggest and how it feels to tweak your template for different opportunities. And then it gives you an idea of how it feels to hit send, which is the hard, scary part. And so I want you to be practicing this, um, but I don't want you to stay on the job boards for very long. Once, once the fear of hitting send goes away, that's when you leave the job boards and you start sending real pitches to real people. That's when you really start um, much more effectively client hunting. And you do it with a lot more confidence because you know how the process works and you know that you're going to send a bunch of pinches and most people aren't going to respond and you'll get a few bites and you'll have some practice. You'll have, you'll have put in some reps at the freelance writing gym. <laughs> And that's what the job boards are good for. But you really shouldn't be there for more than like, I mean, I don't know, maybe a month. So if you are spending weeks and weeks and weeks and months and months and months looking for work on the job boards, yeah, no wonder you're frustrated. You're not going to get anywhere. So you're, you're wasting your time if you go into it thinking that you can build a writing career just on the job boards. I hate to break it to you, but you can't. You just can't do it. They are, they are cattle calls. They are full of low quality clients. You are so much better off pursuing almost any other method of finding clients than you are applying on the job boards as far as turning up quality work. Now, like I just spent like four whole minutes telling you, getting started on the job boards is really good because it's, it's an excellent training ground, but it's just a training ground. It's not where you actually do the business building. So don't waste your time on the job boards. Once you feel like you have the hang of it, get off the job boards. And that's when you go find one new client hunting method and you go try that. If you want lots of client hunting methods, I have a course for that too. It's called Client Bound. Um, you can go to clientboundcourse.com for more information on that one. Um, but uh, but yeah, you, you can't spend a ton of time hanging out on the job boards. You're just, you aren't going to get anywhere the buck is back and I'm distracted again. Okay, so all of these things that I have just spouted off for the past 20 minutes kind of come down to one thing. Um, and this is the biggest time waster of all. This is the thing that sucks up the most time, the most 
energy, the most emotional bandwidth. And that is finding anything and everything that you can do to avoid looking for clients. All of these things come down to that. You spend six months building a website so that you don't have to look for clients yet. And then you're going to spend another two months building out your social media profiles so that you don't have to go looking for clients yet, right? You're, you're getting ready to get ready and you can spend years. I know people who have spent years getting ready to get ready and it's really sad for me and it's really frustrating for them and they just haven't been able to find um, a way to push through the frustration and to get past the fear and actually start building the business. If you could fast forward two years from now, do you want to be working and humming along and doing really well? Or do you want to still be setting up the, the last remaining things that you have to set up before you can get started? My hope is that you want to be humming along. Well, you're only going to get to that point if you stop avoiding the hard, scary stuff, which is looking for clients. I have a bunch of episodes on looking for clients. Like I said, I have a course on it. We talk about it in my Facebook group, the Inkwell Guild. So if you want to come join the conversation, that is free to join. You don't have to be a student or anything. It's for anybody. So come join us. Look for the Inkwell Guild on Facebook. Or you can um, go to ashleygainer.com slash Facebook and it'll take you right there. And that is a great place to ask your questions. So I invite you to come and ask your questions. And we'll see you on the inside. A funny thing happened the other day. I realized that many of my podcast listeners don't know about Clips Camp. So now I'm going to tell you about it. Clips Camp is a three-week course for new and advanced new <laughs> freelance writers who want to get started with high-paid client work. If you are on Upwork and miserable, if you're on Fiverr and miserable, or if you haven't even done anything to get started and you don't know what the first step is, Clips Camp is for you. I'm teaching you how to put together a solid portfolio of writing samples that position you as the kind of awesome writer that awesome clients want to hire. So if you want in on that or you just want more information, go to clipscamp.com and I will see you on the inside.